Hello my friends, welcome to the Hug from the Moon podcast, episode 5, the gatekeepers of old, Kinderhook. It's lovely to have you here, thank you for joining us and listening, thank you for everyone who's listened so far, thank you for everyone who's shared and um, gave good feedback, and this week our episode is all about mental health, and I'll explain the slightly curious title in a minute, in a moment. We've got our usual two poems from myself. We've got our featured poet of the week, which is we've got our returning poet, Ricky Reed. He's going to be reading one of his poems, and we've got a song as well. So, without further ado, let's get into the episode. So, this episode is all about mental health, and I thought I'd start off the episode by talking about the title, slightly curious title, Gatekeepers of Old Kinderhook. So I was watching a film, I was watching Silver Linings Playbook with Bradley Cooper. He plays a guy who has got bipolar disorder, it's about him coming out of hospital and trying to put his life back together, and there's one scene where he's having like a dinner with some people, and it's sort of, you know, it's a bit awkward. And he tells a story about where the word OK comes from. And he said that uh, there was a society or a group called the Old Kinderhooks. And if the person was a part of that, then they were <clears throat> said to be like OK. You know, he's, 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 one of, he's one of them. So that's where the OK comes from. According to that film, I haven't done any other research. I just watched the film. Um, so what's that got to do with mental health? I hear you say, well, there's, uh, we've had the message that's been saturated, uh, we've been saturated with, it's okay not to be okay, and it's a good message, but I feel like um, really what's happened, my view is that mental health has been kind of hijacked by wellness and well-being, and you know, the, the real mental illnesses and the people with real struggles They've been left behind, and there's a bit of a hierarchy when it comes to mental illness. You know, there's, there's definitely, there's, you know, it's definitely the case that, you know, we're not, not all mental illnesses are created equal. So, so that's why I called it this episode, because <laughs> I couldn't think of a good title. So I wanted to talk about, I do an episode about mental health. Um, I don't talk about it enough, personally. Yeah, you know, the more you talk about something, you basically you it loses its power, doesn't it? Loses its hold over us if we can just start to say, "Hey, yeah, I get depressed sometimes, I get anxious, and you know, every now and then, sometimes I think about pressing the escape button." It, it, if you can just say that, then maybe it'll make it. Maybe I think maybe that might make things better. It can't make things worse, can it? So that's what this episode's going to be all about. Um, I guess it means that it might be a bit heavy going, but, you know, hopefully it'll be alright. Hopefully you'll get something out of it. So we'll start off with the first poem. It's called Ridiculous. Here it comes. It's getting ridiculous. I never said what I meant. I held it in instead. Kept it close to my chest. My cards always fold unread. I never said. A tiny bubble, I swallowed it down. The words never fell into a sentence and found their way out. I swallowed it down. 
This bubble bounced around in my chest and grew hard like a pebble or a stone. Small enough to skim across the lake or throw, but I never did. I didn't know I could, I could pass it to someone else and let it go. I didn't know it would grow. Next time I held my breath instead. Passed out cold, hit my head. Awake to see the face of the shaking head, tuck tucking me back to life with the way she's always known. With the only part that's left after she's numbed herself to death, yes. Next thoughts came and never formed into words. They tangled into thoughts perverse and another stone for the wall building up like a curse. Yes, and as time passes like it does for all of us, the stones build and get laced with the thoughts, perverted, disconcerted, jerking, never fully working, stop and starting, hard to walk proper with a gravestone in your ribcage, prone to rage and ten types of doubt, riddled with a slippery snake-like sickness in the midst of the brittleness, stick for stone, blow for blow, brick by brick and bone for bone. I'll trade it all for another shot at home. I never wanted to go. You misunderstood and you wouldn't let it go. See, it was little when it started, like I was too. On the tip of my tongue it would sit, between finger and thumb it would fit. But now it's all piled up, hard-edged and heavy. No sense to it, no symmetry. You think you get it, do you? Well, tell me, how exactly do you begin to tell the story when it's buried underneath all this rock, dust, moss and rubble? You think you know, or you don't. And if, you're, if I started now, it comes out all ridiculous, shrill and pitiless, pitiful and pitiable sobs that rack my bones like bitterness, like I was only ever built for this. See, it's ridiculous. All my dreams now laid to waste. The spectre of disgrace looms large in the place I mislaid. My friends and myself, a boy wiping his tears away with a sleeve of his shirt, thinking life can't get worse. But the curse is the word swallowed down, never said, leaking out of him with every last breath. If there was a word to get him out of this mess, he'd say it. If there was a song to sing the demons away, he'd play it. If there was a prayer that would put him back together, he would pray it. Get on his knees and say it. He would say it. Right, that was a poem called Ridiculous. What do you think of that? That poem is kind of about the price of holding things in. Um, bottling things up. Never saying the way you feel. And how like you sort of do it over time and it just grows. And so by the time you end up saying it, it's kind of huge. And it does come out kind of ridiculous and people think it comes from nowhere. Because they think you're not the kind of person to sort of talk about how you feel or problems or anything because they think you're, I don't know, they think you're someone else. Um, it reminds me of a Jamie Lemon lyric from one of his songs, Blame Thrower, where he says, he's something like, people ask you how you are and you say, I'm fine, instead of telling them, saying how you really think. So, and then they treat you like this completely different person because all they know about you is misinformation. <laughs> And you gradually detach yourself from all your actions. Yeah, so that's Blame Thrower by Jamie Lemon. I love him. Check him out. So, yeah, it's about that. You, it's, a, yeah, it's about, it, it, yeah, but it's a theory of mine. And then that, you know, you, you hold things in for so long and then they come out crazy and then people think you're crazy. But you're not crazy. You just held in, you just held in a bad thought for too long. Anyway, let's move on to the next poem. We've got a returning poet. Ricky Reed, he's going to be, we're going to hear him now, a recording of him 
and his poem, Vultures. It's coming up now. The vultures circle, silently ravenous. With patience, their beady eyes stare down on us. The mind has drawn salt lines, divided, emotional lobotomy. Personality, hexagon, six-sided, where do you reside? Us flesh beings that grow, then rot into mud, where flowers grow, then rot, all below those vultures. And on ground where insects roam, infinite hungry mouths that will help the body decompose. They care not what the obituary reads, if we were loved and if a family grieves, Content or bitter isn't a matter of fact that nature cares for, no. All these imaginary stresses are self-contrived, conflicted like bored Greek gods warring amongst themselves. Our own design demise, like asbestos in the walls, like tobacco in the spliff, and keeping anger within or pushing blades into skin. This state of consciousness is ubiquitous, common as dust and rust and dirt. That hungers for your body, as you once were hungry for life. Do not forget, those buds of yours still work, and there's plenty more to taste. Look up to blue skies, and vultures will pass on, sensing no death here, they search elsewhere. So do not go until you are physically gone. Live on, live on. Eating grounds can wait, turning to the churning gut, we say. There is no food for you today. Thank you very much. Uh, my name is Ricky Reed. That was Vultures. It's a poem about uh, mental illness and depression. Uh, the vultures and nature being the illness and also being the interpretation of the world around us. Um, but as the poem goes on, I'm reminding myself and reminding others there's plenty of life left in you. You just have to remember. I hope that has helped you remember that too. So that was Vultures by Ricky Reed. I'm sure you enjoyed that. And the interview we had with Ricky as well. Ricky writes really vividly and I love the way he uses kind of nature and like animals and stuff to really describe and you know bring to life his poem there and I love the fact that it ended on a on a high note of like you know things can get better because that's obviously true you know when you're in it you don't believe that they can get better that's the hardest thing you, you can't imagine ever feeling good again so the fact that it does get better is, is an important thing to remember so thanks Ricky for that poem next up we've got one of my poems it's called sink the hooks in me and it's coming up now Sink the hooks in me. Sink the hooks in me. Pull me down slowly. Soft as the breath of the chill winter air that's left trails of vapour that just hang there. Despair is an empty room with one vacant chair, one clear-eyed stare. A memory wiped clean and bare with no thought to bother it. Only dread just hanging there. Doom is an empty room. The silence of the night time, a creeping encroaching gloom it's all over far too soon. This may be transcendence, a vision, a voice from heaven, 
angels on horseback firing arrows in formation attack out of the clouds blood red shrouded in mystery the people cower and scatter this is history I'd rather none of it was true there was nothing else only me and you because I can't take it bear it riddle it out and wear it his siren this clarion call this sign this burning blazing halo slips down and becomes a noose pulls me down further sinks the hooks in me pulls me down slowly and softly and I don't fight it I let it take me shake me shake me it might burn but it will never break me lately I stand taller than I should be this is far too dangerous for me surely you'd rather be quietly getting on without making a fuss because success is not for the likes of us because the men are weak and the women are strong if I'm not weak then where do I sit and fit and belong so I'll be the most invisible boy you've ever seen up on the screen names flash up in the credits surely there's some merit or am I just jealous and hellish wanting love and attention something to cherish before the hooks sink in me for the final time and I perish under the water the muffled sounds of life the shimmering blobs of light that could be mine tonight if I know I could straighten up and fly right man up and take these punches and fight and not be beaten and dragged down to the depths with only a handwritten sketch of what could have happened next with the skeletons the bodies in the reeds tangled up underneath me and I struggle to breathe and it gets darker still I miss my family and my kids more still the smudged sludge in my bloodstream starts to slow down and I can't think a straight thought and nail it down this can't be the way it ends and goes down. There's a better life to live, I'm sure, and it starts right now. It starts right now. I'm the resurrection of Jesus Christ himself. I'll kick my feet and start my stroke, all in sterile blue-hued slow-mo, right to the top, where I'll explode into the air, gasp of breath, and I'll hear the sound of a crescendo of horns and strings and surrounded by winged things. I'm the resurrection of myself, with a voice echoing in my head with the power of a thousand sunsets. This is my son, the beloved, the helpless. So that was Sink the Hooks and Me. I think that speaks for itself. <laughs> um, it's So I guess it's kind of about... Uh, well, that's it's just about depression, isn't it? And about, like, uh, my feeling about... Uh, Especially like so that like, sink the hooks in me is like there's various things that can be that can weigh you down, you know, in life and and I suppose there's a lot of religious religious can't say the word religious imagery in that uh, poem. And so my experience of it is that a lot of the time, you know, being told or being brought up with kind of or being indoctrinated with these very extreme kind of black and white thinking just doesn't really help with uh you know when you're trying to struggle when you're trying to deal with depression because if you if you if your mind is wired up with black and white thinking then you know you're either good or you're bad you know you're either you know so it's just it's i find it not very helpful um personally <laughs> so there's a lot you know so but i feel like my dog's whining if you can hear him he's depressed um and so, I mean, the good thing about that poem is it ends with a good, you know, ends on a high note, you know, ends with, you know, the, the rebirth. So, hope you 
Maybe, oh, hope you got something from that. <laughs> I was gonna say, I hope you liked it. Don't know. Um, anyway, we're we're hurtling towards the end of the another edition, and we've we've got a song coming up, and it's called "The Hard Way." It's coming up now. Yay! Everything I ever wrote It fell from the sky that night Took me by the throat Someday I'll figure it out Figure it out before time And I won't leave A trail of broken bones In the back of my mind Cause I'm bloodied and bruised Listening to the memory loss is fine But learning the hard way Is a hard way to live your life Right, still learning the hard way. That daddy sat me down for a talk in the corner. Son, if you love this girl, you're gonna have to marry her. I was 19. Said, pretty cool, dad, we. Just broke up I appreciate the effort man And you speaking up Someday I'll figure it out Figure it out before time And I won't leave A trail of broken bones In the back of my mind Cause I'm bloody and bruised Missing the tooth Memory loss is fine Well learning the hard way It's a hard way to live your life Right Still learning the hard way Oh, son of the oldest rebel in town And I'm just supposed to lay on down There's a world of heartache in that frown Let this world just take me Maybe someday I'll figure it out Figure it out before time I won't leave Trail of broken bones in the back of my mind Cause I'm bloodied and bruised Listening to memory loss is fine But learning the hard way Is a hard way to live your life Right Still learning the hard way That's the end. You've come to the end of another edition of the Hug from the Moon podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Ricky Reed for being involved once again. Because it's an episode about mental health, if you are struggling, then please do talk to someone. Pick one person who you can trust, who you, you think will be a good person to listen to you. Um, if not, 
there's some good organizations out there calm is good mind um, Samaritans of course and also more importantly I feel like more importantly than that if you are a person who <laughs> who doesn't suffer with depression um, good for you uh, but really we need to get better at paying more attention to each other and also being comfortable with the vulnerability of the conversation it's not an easy conversation to have and it's not about just checking in saying hey how are you give me a call if you need something sometimes it's a bit more than that you might need to do a bit more than that so I do think that we have got just to take it back to the theme and what I started with um, we have delivered that message it's okay not to be okay um, successfully um, but I feel like now we need to get to the point where we are targeting the people who are not struggling and say, hey, if there's people around you, maybe it's a colleague who's a bit quieter than usual, or I don't know, reach out and maybe the next time, you know, the next time you're thinking about cutting and pasting that thing to Facebook or that thing to your Twitter feed, you know that thing that takes seven seconds or two seconds to do? Maybe instead of doing that, um, reach out to a friend in real life. Because I know the reason why people do those things. I know that it's, it's got good intentions, but no one's scrolling through their Twitter feed or for their Facebook feed when they're hanging off a bridge, are they? So reach out to some people. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you do like it, share it. Tell your friends about it. Let's build this movement. <laughs> Take care. See you soon. Bye.